This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 19, Resource Guarding. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. How was your week? You guys, I hope it was great. Today we are going to talk about resource guarding. Now it's kind of a scientific term, just a little bit, but what is it and why do we want to talk about it? Basically, resource guarding is your puppy's effort to protect the things that are most important to them. And puppies have a lot of things that they think are important. Things like their toys or bones. It might be you or another person. It might be your bed or their bed or their food bowl. Really, it's anything they feel like is theirs and they need to protect it. Then they tend to do what we call resource guarding. It can be fairly dangerous, so it's really important that we're aware of it and how to help our dogs not do it. So the beauty is we can do things to help teach our dogs to share things and to not feel tense or threatened when we are around. We train them to be excited when we are around and we help them see that there's really not a need to be tense or to feel threatened when they have something. So knowing this, it's important to learn about our dog's body language. That is their first way that they will communicate with us. If I see my dog getting tense, I can then give him space and set up practice sessions around the specific scenario to help my dog feel comfortable in that circumstance. Without recognizing what my dog is telling me at the body language level, they may growl, snap at the air, or even bite. And we don't want that. If you have an older dog who already resource guards, you're welcome to reach out to me and we can formulate a plan for you because this is serious business. We want to make sure that you're protected and safe. We also want your dog to learn a new emotional response when they have something they really like. If you're starting out with a brand new puppy, recognize we must teach our puppy how to share. They don't come naturally knowing that. Puppies get something that's theirs. Maybe they have a toy or they take it to their corner and they start chewing it. They let everyone know around them that, hey, this is my toy. If you've ever watched a litter of puppies play, they have these little behaviors where they'll maybe play tug for a minute and somebody wins the toy. Then they take the toy and they go over to the corner to lay down. And then somebody comes over and tries to take it from them. That puppy might snarl at them or growl at them and just basically tell them in doggy language, hey, go away, this is mine, or I had it first. That can be a problem though when they come live with us in our homes. If we have a child especially and that child is walking by them while they're chewing a toy and the dog feels like that toy is theirs or may get taken away, The dog might snarl, growl, or snap, and we don't want any family member to be in danger of a bite. Now that we know what this behavior is, let's talk about what we can do about it and what this looks like in puppy training. The main key to prevent resource guarding is adding to what our dog already has on a regular basis. Many times it's tempting to take things away from the dog, and if we don't add or exchange with something better, the dog learns to protect what they have. Mealtime is something we want to be especially careful around. Once we ask our puppies for a wait to set the bowl down, do not pester or bother them. Instead, practice walking by your puppy's bowl and drop an extra bonus in the food bowl while he's eating, then walk away. We want the puppy to get used to the idea that people around his food bowl is okay and good things get added to the food bowl when people are around. We're classically conditioning this puppy to like people being around even if he's eating. He knows good things will happen and these little yummy surprises might come along when he's eating from his food bowl. Please be careful not to annoy your dog while they are eating. Simply add to what they have and walk away. Let them eat in peace. If needed, walk by from several feet away so your puppy's body language stays relaxed and happy. If you notice he tenses up or starts to hover over his bowl, you're too close. 
you need to back up and give your puppy some space. For dogs who are sensitive to this, feed them in their crates or pens so there is zero chance of them being bothered around mealtime, especially if you have an older dog who already exhibits some guarding behavior. Now, how do we teach a puppy to share? If your puppy has a bone or a toy, and maybe it's his favorite toy, let's say that it's a tennis ball he absolutely loves. What I like to do first is walk by, toss him a treat, then leave. I repeat this several times until my puppy starts to look up in excitement that I'm approaching, even when he has his favorite toy. I work up from there by getting another ball and a really yummy food reward. When my puppy has the ball in his mouth, I'll walk over, show him the yummy food reward I have as well as the second ball, and when he releases the first one, he gets the food reward and the new ball. Some puppies love to chase the ball, so that chasing of the ball is a good reward for them simply just by tossing it away. That's an extra treat. As a recap, start by walking by, adding to what your puppy has, and leaving. Do this enough that you can start to see excitement in your puppy when you approach. Then work on trading up, adding to what your dog currently has with something new, better, or give the item they had right back. We always want your dog to feel like they are winning in these scenarios. Essentially, if you have a puppy that's maybe chewing a bully stick or a bone he really likes, repeat that same process that we just discussed with the ball. Then we build up to giving your puppy a food reward for dropping his first bone and give his first bone right back. Or maybe we swap it out with a better bone. He's learning again that it's a win-win situation. This person is coming over. They might ask me to release whatever is in my mouth, but by doing that, I'm going to get something super yummy in return, and then I'm most likely to get my item right back, or I'm going to get something better. So that's a really key point when we talk about resource guarding is that we always trade up. Whatever your puppy has, you have to find something better to give him or to replace it with. Now, what if my puppy takes something I don't want them to have, right? I get asked this a lot. A classic example would be dirty laundry. Many puppies love finding the most stinky, smelly sock in your house, and they think it's a prized possession. They steal the sock and run from you, right? The worst thing you could do would be to chase your puppy down. By chasing your puppy down, they think this is a super fun game. He's going to pick up that sock and run every time, and you're going to be exhausted. What I like to do instead is the following. Let's say my puppy steals the sock. I don't want him to have the sock, right? Pretend like you don't care about the sock, I promise. Stick with me here. Give the sock zero attention. Go straight to the fridge. Don't bother chasing your puppy down. Go straight to the fridge. Find a yummy piece of steak from last night's dinner. It doesn't have to be big. Even just a small piece will work. And then go find his favorite squeaky toy. I promise he'll be able to smell that steak from a room or two away. Walk past your puppy and create a diversion elsewhere away from your dog and the sock. Make sure he knows you have something great and it looks like you're having a good time. The grass is always greener, right? The puppy comes running over to check out what you have, then readily feed him the steak and toss his toy, and then you or someone else, if needed, can collect the sock. To the dog, we care nothing about the sock. The more attention we give the sock, the more valuable it becomes to the dog. So be creative with how you trade up, but the most important point is that you do trade up. You want to make it worth it to your puppy to give up whatever he has or feels like is his prized possession. We want him to make this choice on his own without force or fear. Remember, you guys, dogs only do things that work for them. If it's not serving them or it's not working for them, they're not going to keep doing it. But if it is working for them, they'll absolutely keep doing it. So stealing a smelly sock is super rewarding, but we want to make it more rewarding to release that smelly sock and get something awesome in return. Another trick you can do to help your puppy share is hold the bones while your puppy chews on them. In fact, daily while I'm grooming my puppy, I hold a nice long bone like a 12-inch bully stick that you can hold onto one end and your puppy can chew the other. Essentially, you're teaching your puppy to share because you're holding on one end of the bone and they're chewing on the other end of the bone, and then you can get things done like grooming at the same time. It works great. 
You can brush them. I even wipe out their eyes. You can take scissors and trim their, the hair around their eyes. It kind of starts to cover up where they can see. I know a lot of clients who have doodles and so those hairs grow in their face, right? And I know a lot of people struggle with how do I trim that hair? How do I get him to hold still? Get him used to sharing a bone. You hold the bone, he chews. Uh, a licky mat also works well with plain yogurt or pumpkin puree or natural peanut butter smeared on it. That just distracts the puppy. Finally, if you have an older dog or even a puppy who's already exhibiting resource guardian behaviors and now you're needing to undo some of those behaviors, please contact us. We are happy to put a plan in place for you to help uh, change this around for you and your dog. Also, make sure your dog's getting enough physical and mental exercise. Those are both important. Make sure he's getting walks or training sessions, games like fetch, tug, hide and seek. These are all good activities to engage in together daily and it gives him exercise both mentally and physically, which is really important. Uh, my main goal, you guys, is to make sure you are getting the help you need with training. That is my ultimate goal. So please contact us if you have any questions or need help with this. As resource guarding is something that's natural to dogs. It's natural to all of us, really. We all have a tendency to protect things that we feel like are ours. Uh, but we want our dog to realize that there's no need to be tense or feel threatened in our presence. We always add to what they have, and it's always rewarding to give up what they have. That's all I have for you today. Go have some fun with your dog. Happy training, and I'll talk to you next week. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com, to contact me. 